0: Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today we answer your questions, and I am actually uh, right here, Show Center at Lakeland Linder International Airport. Like I said, if you get a chance, stop by and see me. I'm uh, for an update on the airplane. I'm still without airplane. It's in annual coming back in about a week from now. Watching the runway here, uh, nine two seven is being is closed right now, doing some work on that. But I'm actually able to see some of the other planes take off and land. Got to play a little bit with my friends Mooney yesterday. Didn't get to go fly it. Why? Because it was out of annual. So I actually got to put that into annual, but had a great visit uh, with my friend uh, Bill English, who hopefully will come back on the show again, talk a little bit about being an accident investigator with the NTSB. Moving on to the show, a couple things. First, check out the picture on the blog post for this episode, or even better yet, I've been putting all the pictures for the blog post on my Instagram page. Like I said, I'm trying to put more videos and uh, photographs out there of flying, et cetera. One of the reasons I got the airplane is I want to take more pictures uh, because of our social media policy, et cetera. We can't really share pictures from the cockpit for my airline. But, and also obviously I can't take pictures while I'm flying because of our policy uh, against that but when I do find a jump seater, and every so often I do, I ask them, hey, can you take some pictures? Uh, and sometimes they'll do that for me uh, while I'm in the cockpit. So luckily, I did go to get to go to St. Martin. Got some really cool pictures there. We'll talk a little bit about that later as far as the departure out of St. Martin, but uh, look at the blog post. It's looking right down runway 10. And I forget the name of the airline. There was an A330 coming off the runway, and uh, if you don't know St. Martin, you can actually go right up to the fence at the end of the runway and take pictures. One thing I learned, though, is getting get the heck out of the way before the planes take off. I'm sure you've seen the videos on YouTube, people rolling down the beach. Well, if you're next to the fence, you're not gonna roll down the beach, you're going to hit your head on the on the pavement there. So good idea when you're doing pictures like I did on that one photo, get out of the way um, before the next guy takes off. Um, anyway, by the way, if you have any questions, comments, inspirational stories, or announcements, please write us at feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Say you have a special story about your career that would inspire others, or maybe you want to share your career in aerospace, or maybe you have some information you feel would help our listeners. Please consider becoming a guest on the show. Click on the guest tab on in the show notes. or actually better yet go to the course where on the right side of the screen says how to be a guest on aviationcareerspodcast.com short seven minute video watch it anyway even if you're not looking at being a guest and send that along to a friend and just tell them uh, book a time if they have something that would help people inspire them or that would actually inform them of something that has to do with careers in aviation, anything aerospace, uh, space program, etc., mechanics, all those type of things. We want all of them to be there. So, anyway, let's uh, move on to some of the other items. Oh, a couple of announcements here. Uh, don't forget the scholarships guide. Uh, we are doing something new. We have the Pay It Forward program. Obviously, we can buy a scholarships guide for somebody else. If you buy five, we give one for free, so that's a total of six. By 10, we'll give away two for free, so that's a total of 12. We also have a, a Patreon account for those people that want to give a, a little bit at a time for just $1 a month. Uh, you actually can make a difference in someone's life. After we get up to $10 of contributions through the, the uh, Patreon, account, we give away a scholarships guide. Uh, so that's the cost of the scholarships guide. So all we need is uh, 10 people uh, giving $10 a, a month or giving $1 a month, excuse me. And that's one scholarships guide every month. And don't forget, if you're listening, use the coupon code, pay it forward, pay it forward. We also, if you want to sponsor, say a, a specifically sponsor, a pay it forward campaign, etc., let me know if it's more than say the, the 50 or the $100 just let us know and we'll actually uh, make you make people aware of your sponsorship. We'd love to do that for the folks that are out there. Anyway, thanks for those that have contributed. Current month of the Scholarships Guide has 60 new scholarships and 3 updates. So up to 750 pages I was counting the other day. Wow, quite a few. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Scholarships Guide later. Uh, but anyway, go to aerospace-scholarships.com to find out more. It actually leads you to aviationcareerspodcast.com and the scholarships page where you just click on scholarships. Let's see. Other news real quick. Career coaching in April of 2020 is going to go up to $100 per session. That's what session's an hour long. So uh, just to give you a heads up on that, if you're looking to get into the career coaching, do that now. Uh, It's still at $75. The reason we're doing this, obviously we have a lot more expenses now that we've been uh, doing a lot more work on the Scholarships Guide Plus. Another thing that's been happening is I haven't had a lot of free time to do the coaching. We've had to limit that more because of all the courses, et cetera, and and the fact that I I had no idea how, how busy we would get with this coaching uh, business. So we're trying to kind of limit that a little bit there. Also, if you're looking to get a, get a coaching session, if you have a question, you need a one-on-one session, we'd love to do that. Just look at our calendar first. It's usually booked about two weeks out, sometimes a little bit further. But you never know. People cancel. Uh, always look for the next day or two. And sometimes you'll see people canceling and you can jump in the schedule, just like uh, flight instruction, just like classes, same kind of thing. Also, if you're a current coaching client, uh, I'd love to send out an email to every one of you, but uh, we have we don't have every single one in an email list. We have a separate list because we kind of switched over to the career coaching in our, um, in our program through the courseware. Uh, do me a favor. If you have an urgent call, I know... If you've already done your first coaching session and you have an urgent call, there's two ways to get in touch with me. Of course, you can text me, but also feedback at podcast.com. I know you have my personal email address, but Alicia sees that, and if you put down there, you know, important, urgent coaching call, uh, she'll forward that to me, and either from my phone, just like you can text me on my phone. What we'll first tell you to do is just schedule a time. If you can't schedule a time, one of the things I don't normally do, and I and this is part of the integrity on my part as far as coaching, I don't do coaching except when I'm home and I can give the person that I'm coaching uh, really uh, clear and my full attention. And one of the things that uh, I don't do is when I'm on the road and, or in the car, I don't do coaching. The only time I do that is when there's an urgent coaching session. I have to do it in my car or I have to do it while I'm on the road, in the hotel rooms, et cetera. The only thing is I don't forego my sleep. So what I'll do is I'll say, hey, what time can we get together and, uh, and I, I definitely put that in my schedule. Obviously, the most important thing when I'm flying as an airline pilot is to get enough sleep, and if I would, were to do both, that wouldn't, wouldn't work out so well. But sometimes I'm on a 30-hour overnight, and there is the possibility of me being able to coach during that period or on my drive home from work. If it's something that's a quick, hey, listen, I don't know which job offer to take. And that happens often, especially now. Just let me know. Also, uh, some people ask me about, uh, and this is kind of interesting because I have a new person, a, a program coordinator now, Matt Land, who's been doing a great job. Uh, some people are under the impression that we mainly, the scholarships has got and mainly what we do is inspire younger folks into aviation. Uh, actually, most of our business, as far as coaching is concerned, is not so much the folks in the university level. It's more so the people are doing the career changing or are rotating out of the military. Uh, so uh, most of it is through that process. And the reason being is many of these big universities have all that. They have those coaching uh, for free through the university, et cetera. So that's the reason. It's really important, if you know, as I talk about it a lot, it's important to get somebody as a mentor, as a coach, somebody you can bounce things against. And obviously we have that service if uh, if you want to have somebody that you can talk to that has, has no biased opinion, just looking at it from a a really unbiased opinion looking at your life right there. Uh, So again, urgent calls, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. I know I share my personal email with all my coaching clients, uh, but uh, sometimes that's not the best way to get me because I can't answer my, obviously my emails when I'm flying, et cetera. But feedback is answered by Alicia and she's on the ground during the periods I'm flying. Well, thanks for that let's move on to some of the questions we have um let's uh, and, and most of these questions by the way feedback at aviation chris podcast we place them into this pool of questions it's really cool um and by the way before i do that i actually got to hang out in the front of a soviet mig go check that out on my instagram page uh, instagram.com slash carl larry that's my personal page that's uh, where i'm going to start posting more and more aviation photographs been a lot of fun really really been been enjoying that anyway um Let's move on to the first question says, uh, and by the way, this question came from LinkedIn. If you have a LinkedIn question, Alicia also, she monitors my LinkedIn account. So if there is a question I don't get back to you right away, what she'll do is she'll plug that into these questions here. And, again, we take all of your personal information out of this. This is just a generic version of, of those questions. Anyway, it says, uh, Mr. Valeri, good evening. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and holiday season. I wanted to bounce some questions off you. Recently, I listened to one of your podcasts where you emphasize getting out there, making connections, and getting to know people. i like to send some emails out to some recruiters, and since I have a couple of years of military I I can really offer is an intro of myself and my goals nothing else. Is that a good email to send to make an initial contact or should I hold off and wait until I have the ability to meet people in person perhaps at a local recruiting event? I want to avoid making a bad first impression. Thanks for your insight. Well, most importantly is getting out there. First of all, uh, the way you worded that, don't be a little more confident in the way that you approach these people, but be very humble when you do that and say, "Hey, listen, you know, I want to get into this career of aviation as a pilot. And this is where I am. I'm in my career. I'm in the military. Either I'm a pilot or I'm a mechanic or I'm in another position, etc. And I do want to get into your airline. You can reach out to the recruiters. A great way to reach out to them is on LinkedIn. Uh, like I said, that's where they hang out is on LinkedIn. If you see a lot of people that are connected with me, most of them are recruiters, uh, marketing, etc. And it's a wonderful way to start a conversation. If the person doesn't get back to you, don't feel bad. A lot of them are incredibly busy Uh, I've actually had that problem in this New Year's and that's actually something uh, I'm going to get to at the end of this uh, whole podcast here is my New Year's resolution Um, but don't feel bad if they don't get back to you uh, right away. Uh, you got to remember, some people get, like for me, there's days that I'll actually get a thousand emails in one day. Uh, I have to sort through those and take the ones out that are specific to, to the careers in aviation. And uh, half of those are advertisements, etc. The other half can uh, be other stuff. But on the weekends, it slows down, etc. And these people are like that too. They're running some large uh, organizations. They might be hiring thousands of pilots a year. So sometimes the head of recruiting may not get back to you. But... Sometimes there somebody else that's in the recruiting department there will get back to you or another pilot that's involved. So reach out to everybody and just tell them, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, if you don't get a re- response, you don't get a response. Try much later then if you can't get a response there. But no, it's not too early to start that process. That makes a huge impression that tells me that you're interested in coming here to this program. And. One of the things that I think is important, we, we talk about this, even recruiting on campus like you talked about, going out there and meeting them in person, if you feel that it's not geared towards you, you might want to call the recruiters or call the department at at these events and say, hey, is it okay if I stop by? And many times they'll say, "Yes, yeah, stop by the event. Even though it says on the piece of paper it's only for a certain number of people from a different group, say, I don't know, a, a Northwest Arkansas group or something like that. You, you're in the area and you want to stop by, ask them, they might let you come by and talk to those folks whether it's a college etc so make sure you do get out there make sure you get out there and you you network just like i, I talk about all the time here so don't feel bad about that uh, but just realize you'll get some nose in general knife you'll get some nose as far as a first impression no yeah uh, you won't blow it on the first impression just be careful on how you 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 actually present yourself. I know a lot of airline pilots. I get it too. It's like everybody wants a job. You know, they keep saying, "Hey, can you send my resume in, etc." Um, but uh, you know, I love the fact that people are passionate about the job. Is just a there's a specific way of going about it. Don't be pushy. Just say, "Hey, I would love to come work here," and leave it at that. And then go on and talk about why. For instance, um, I'm getting somebody ready for the. It's called the Aviate program over at United Airlines doing an interview prep, et cetera, for them and getting them ready for that interview. One of the important things that you have to realize is you got to convince me that you want to come here and why we should hire you and what type of pilot you are. So just start realizing that I'm, I'm bringing all this information in from you, and the only way I'm going to do that, get that information, is through you talking, through you telling me about your background, more so than, hey, I want a job here. Don't talk about that. Talk about you. Talk about your what you've done and talk about the reason why you'd be a good fit for the airline. Uh, some of the times... Uh, you find that it gets a little annoying, especially with jump seaters saying, Oh, I really want to work here. Well, you know, come on, tell me a little bit more here. Um, but don't take that the wrong way. I do love having jump seaters come and talk about the careers. It's been wonderful. Anyway, hopefully that helps. Yes, I would reach out. Just do it in a proper manner. Next question comes in and says, uh, hi Carl. I just wanted to follow up on an email I sent about, uh, some choices I'm considering. Uh, um, as far as some help in getting started in my aviation career. I sent an email back in December of 2019 and didn't hear a response back. Uh, By the way, depending on where the email was sent, uh, feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. For some reason, I can't find that email for this specific person. Not sure where that email went. Hopefully it didn't go to a junk folder. I don't think it did because we got this one. Uh, So if you do send an email, you don't get a response from Alicia or from somebody saying, hey, we got your email. We're going to answer it in the next episode. Resend that email and say, hey, I sent this. Uh, Give it about a week or so because it takes, you know, a couple days for us to sort through all the emails that that come in here. So, uh, anyway, uh he's currently uh in a flight academy. And he's planning on taking the written later this month for the private pilot. So, um, and and good luck with the written, by the way. Today, I bought your scholarships guide since I've been listening to the show for about a month or so now. However, I'm having trouble finding scholarships I can apply for using the guide. 28 years old, married, and currently work in financial systems. My career goal is to fly with FedEx. I know this is a long journey, but I'm willing to put in the work. This will be a career change. My grandfather was a pilot with Pan Am for 18 years back in the day. Never met him, but my dad told me he was quite a pilot. If I cannot find scholarships to help me cover the cost of training, should I take out a loan from a local credit union to help me get started? Uh, that, so that's something that is a real discussion to have as far as taking out loans, etc., and, uh, and by the way, as far as the scholarships guide and looking at some of the scholarships that apply, if you've done a cursory look, you're 28 years old, there's lots of people that are in your age range that are married that... Uh, have been able to get scholarships, so I would challenge you to go back in there, look at the scholarships that are industry specific, not the ones that are for people that are in high school and college. Uh, a lot of people, I, no matter your situation, people will say there's nothing for me. There's tons of scholarships out there, you just have to search them out. Uh, there's a Here's one of the things that you will find is most of these scholarships are geared towards people in high school and starting out in college and people are, and especially the industry groups are starting to realize that's, that's great, but they also are missing out on a whole huge segment of aviation for those people that are changing careers, people that wanna move into aviation, and they're missing out on a lot of people that they could help move forward that would actually uh, help the industry in general. So now they've realized that, many people have. So look at those industry-type groups. Look at groups in your area for those scholarships. But yes, most of these uh, scholarships that you do see out there are mainly for high school, and for college but that's why we put the guide together is because there's so many other scholarships out there. as a matter of fact maybe and we talked about this is maybe having it split into or have a section for people that are over a certain age because there are scholarships for people that are only over 50 there's scholarships for certain people in certain groups uh, so that's the kind of thing you got to start looking at. but to answer your question if you aren't able to find a scholarship out there make sure that you you do look at the loan and the and what's included in that loan and the different options there's so many different options for loans out there I know some of the bigger schools can point you in the right direction uh, credit unions are good uh, a lot of times their rates are a lot lower but that's something they that have to look at financially for you. You know, When do you have to start paying them back? Uh, when will you actually be able to, or when will you be on the hook for paying them back? But also what's going to be the interest rate? Is there any penalty for paying them back early? All those kind of th- things go into uh, making a decision as far as if you're going to get a loan to get started. Uh, to get started in the career, uh, obviously uh, one of the things that is, is always a detriment in the aviation industry. Just in general, it has nothing to do with just this as a career. But it's either time or money. Time or money is true with many different hobbies uh, and also people that get going into careers. So those are two of the biggies. Usually it's the people with the hobbies. They have the money, but they don't have the time. Or when they do have the time, they don't have the money to buy the air- specific airplane they have. Believe me, I struggle with this all the time. I have an airplane uh, in a hangar here at the airport in Lakeland. Actually, today I don't because it's an annual. Uh, but one of the things you have to do is make sure that you continue to look towards, uh, you know, any type of source of money, friends, relatives, etc. So yes, I would definitely go and talk about a vocational loan talk about all the different types of loans. If you have any type of uh, background information, say uh, some people they don't realize uh, had one uh, that was didn't realize they had uh, Native American in their background, so they were able to get a scholarship. So look towards those things. We're putting it ta- together. My family is uh, an Italian-American aerospace scholarship uh, through, we're not sure which organization actually we're putting it through right now, so I'm not going to mention which one, but we're going to either go through an organization, just do it on our own. Uh, we haven't been able to find one for that group of people. There's uh, Women in aviation obap ngpa there's all sorts of scholarships out there these organizations by the way you can uh, sign up for the scholarships even if you aren't uh, in that demographic group you just have to be a member and support their cause so make sure you remember that make sure you look towards that um, but anyway, hopefully you'll be able to do that and uh, and look towards loans and keep keep looking at the scholarships. I really I'm going to challenge you to do that. Um, and also on my and thanks again for the question. Again, any questions, feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. So here's my New Year's resolution. This is what I wanted to get to at the end of the podcast. Here, one of the things that that a lot of folks have said is that they've you know it's really hard to get into my schedule, etc. You know, I try not to tell people how 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 many listeners and stuff like that we have. I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but be honest with you, uh, we have thousands of downloads every day and tons of questions come in. Like I said, some days up to a thousand emails. Usually it's a few hundred emails that we have to go through. And uh, right now, just trying to manage that. If anybody has suggestions, I'm open to it. But uh, the biggest thing I've done is I've gotten Alicia involved in answering a lot of those emails. And of course, if you want a one-on-one conversation, it uh, I would love to do that. It just you have to sign up for coaching because if I didn't do that, you know I, I wouldn't be sleeping ever. So I've limited my time. I'm probably gonna. I'm right now. I only uh, will coach about 14 to 16 hours a day. Uh, we may go back down to 12 hours a day just so that I can get a little bit of rest. Uh, I love doing it. That's why I don't mind. But uh, the family's like, hey, listen, we gotta we gotta cut this back a little bit. So probably just gonna stick with 12 hours a day on the coaching. But right now uh, we'll look at that. Um, but my biggest thing that I want to do is start. Responding to you. If you do see a response on one of my social medias that, hey, this is uh, Alicia, Carl's assistant, or this is Carl's assistant, or whomever, Uh, maybe the program coordinator might get back to you, Matt. um, Just realize that's just because of the fact that I I just um, would love to be able to answer everybody's email. Uh, It's just, it's gotten to the point where. We're uh, yeah, it's gotten a little bit out of control. Amazingly enough, but just, I'm happy about it. It's been wonderful, um, and it's been wonderful to hear about scholarships too. Another thing I I wanted to do is reach out, talk a little bit about uh, scholarships because I mention it so much, and I want you, if you're somebody who's actually, um, you did get receive a scholarship. Why don't you do me a favor and write to me a feedback at Aviation Cures Podcast. Tell me what kind of scholarship it was, uh, maybe your age group, et cetera, and tell me how you did that. I'd also like to focus on those that are a little bit older. As you know, um, I have Victoria, et cetera, and she got the scholarship a little later in life for, uh, she's in the other podcast, Stuck Mike Avcast, where she was, became a flight instructor, got money to become a flight instructor. So that's really, really exciting. So I wanna hear your stories, I, and the reason I wanna hear your stories is this. I want you to encourage others, just through your story, say, hey listen, I didn't think I could get this scholarship, and I did, and I hear that all the time. Uh, the problem is I don't think I promoted it enough, to be honest with you, and uh, I've, I've actually heard that from some other people, is we don't hear about the people that are getting the scholarships. And uh, and I had someone ask, "What's our success rate on the scholarships?" Well, uh, I know the success rate is zero for those that don't apply. Uh, for the most part, if you continually apply, I haven't had anybody that hasn't been able to get a scholarship. The only people that don't get scholarships are the ones that just kind of give up. And uh, it might be one that's five hundred bucks. It might be one that's five thousand, a thousand, et cetera. Whatever it is, it, it's worth it. Uh, so keep looking out there. Scholarships, guides has been uh, you know selling like crazy since we brought it down to the ten dollars for a year access. That's a big. Uh, that's a big advantage of this guide is that you know you get an update once a month online it's a PDF file you can download it a lot of times we're and we're moving more towards all the aerospace scholarships and the in all the different fields and we're moving towards the colleges etc but uh, if they're out there one of the one of the challenges we're having this year is we like I said it's 750 pages well over 50 million dollars in scholarships since we last uh, counted it was over a year ago so I'm sure it's well over that mark we have to count them again but one of the things that you know has been really a challenge now is is just going through and finding new ones because we have most of them out there. But I'm sure there's some that we don't have. So if you know of one, send it to us. But again, challenge you to feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. Also, my My challenge uh, and my New Year's resolution is trying to get back and do more uh, responses to emails every day and and not just through other people, me personally getting back to you on some of these different things. Uh, But one of the things that I think, you know, as I, I stressed in this, you know, all these questions here, one of the things that we really need to know and really need to think about is actually networking. It's very, very important to network and to keep moving forward in your career. Another thing I wanted to, to stress is this, kind of my, my last takeaway here, and I was going to put this in the front of the podcast, but I left it for the last. I had, That picture that I put on the, the podcast page here on my Instagram account, that's Runway 10 in St. Martin, and if you look down the runway, you see these mountains at the end of the runway, and many times, some airplanes are too heavy to take off that way, and some airplanes can't take off in that manner towards the mountains. and it's an interesting departure. You take off, you hang a right, and you go through these, the middle of these two uh, mountains. And we have to take off VFR if we're going that way. And one of the reasons we do that, if we have an engine out, we have to go through those hills because our climb performance allows us to do that. Obviously, taking off in the opposite direction towards the water, there's no obstacles. But most of the time, that's a tailwind. And the tailwind is too great for us to take off, or most airliners to take off. The point being is this. If you're, just remember, your training today is really important. The precision flying is really important because one day you're going to have to use those skills. You're going to have to fly very precisely, especially going out of this type of an airport. We have to fly towards the mountains, make a turn, go through some hills. And if you lose an engine, you have to make do with your skills. And your skills should be up to snuff so that you can actually make it through there safely. And everybody's going to be relying on you to fly that plane when the engine quits. Remember, we're there for you know not just managing the flight, but also during emergencies. And a lot of our success in an emergency has to do with the skills and the precision flying that we have been taught and that we challenge ourselves to work towards as we fly. So if you're someone who's an airline pilot right now listening to this, challenge you to kick off the autopilot, fly manually. If you're somebody who's in training right now, I challenge you to continue to actually... Go out there and fly, hand fly, um, learn something new, get a new rating. Go out to safety.gov take some of their free courses out there on something that you don't know about. But I really challenge you to do that. Anyway, so that's, that's what I want you to do. I want you to think about that, your precise flying and continue in that manner. Well, folks, I really appreciate your listening. And don't forget, I want you to do something now. Do something today, whether it's small, maybe reading a book, looking up a scholarship in the Scholarship's Guide, or it's researching some of the things I talked about. I want you to do something today to move forward in your career. Talk to you next episode. Say flying.